So we're going from women that have sex with their dogs to superheroes and nerd culture. And that's what this podcast is about. And obviously, as we're about to go in to September, September 1st, for you people watching on YouTube now, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about what's happened recently uh, with Chadwick Boseman passing away. And I, I don't want to spend too much time on it because it is a depressing subject. Um, but it, he passed away, what's the date today, the 30th? So the news came out yesterday for us. So it's it's fresh. It is fresh in the mind. And to talk about nerd culture uh, and the rise of that, you really have to talk about Marvel and the Marvel films, uh, which he had a really big part in. Um, but he's passed away. Um, really bad circumstances, you know, cancer. So I don't want to spend too much time on it, but that's happened. Um, so all my respects go out to his family and all of that. I mean, I'm not the best man to talk about it, but there you go. If you want to see a kind of statement, I'll put one out, out on the Twitter. But you know, you'd have to read it. It's sad circumstances, but uh, we have to talk about nerd culture. Now, that's what the podcast is about. Let's lift up the mood now. Um, the, so nerd culture is really... I'll tell you when nerd culture began to take a, a big rise. Right? It would have been the Lord of the Rings films. They got really big. They got really big. I wasn't around. Well, I didn't see them. I didn't watch those films. I have them. I have them on Blu-ray because I'm still that type of person to buy Blu-rays. I don't know why I do it, but you got it, don't you? Um, so they're around on Blu-ray. 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 Um, I have them. Extended editions, they're a thing. Normal cinematic editions, a thing also. If you can't be bothered to sit for a three-hour film. But Lord of the Rings was the kind of start in nerd culture, especially in cinema. Um, also the, the Spider-Man film, Sam Raimi Spider-Man films, big as well, 2002. So just after those kind of Lord of the Rings films, Fellowship of the Ring came out like 2001, I believe. So just after those films got released. So that's nerd culture's beginning, but it's got so much bigger. It's got so much bigger than since then. Um, you know, with the Marvel films, as we've just mentioned, under some bad circumstances, but the Marvel films, the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is really big as well. Um, probably the biggest thing in cinema, made Disney a lot of money. Um, it's the biggest thing around. Disney are boat, making boatloads of money. They have Star Wars, making boatloads of money off that. Star Wars is a big thing in nerd culture. Maybe that's even the origin, 1977. I might as well plug a Star Wars podcast that I'm on. The Master of Effects podcast also on this YouTube channel and you can find it on Spotify uh, and Anchor if you're listening through the, the audio. Um, so that's kind of the nerd culture as well and that, that really broke through. That was Darth Vader, that was Luke Skywalker, that was, you know, Han Solo. Big, big superstars in pop culture and really broke through. But the kind of modern rise would have to be the kind of MCU and the early X-Men films, that we, the first one in 2000, um, they they grew and they kind of became a bit outdated as the MCU grew, uh, kind of grew into its own. But X-Men really was also the start, uh, from a superhero standpoint, to start again. Fantastic Four, remember those little films from 2005? They did one in 2007. And I think they did a, the reboot in 2015 that nobody really liked. But that's nerd culture. And it's gotten so big, it's gotten 
it's the biggest commodity. You know what I mean? Um, it, look at the Joker, the Joker film from last year, Joker, with Joaquin Phoenix. Todd Phillips has come out and bl blatantly said, uh, I wanted to make a serious film, a film that meant something. I had to have it in a veil of kind of a superhero film or a supervillain film or a comic book film because they're the biggest money commodities in a way because look at Avengers Endgame, it's the biggest box office buy, whatever it is, it's the biggest thing in the box office, number one, taking over Avatar. Um, Infinity War is also on that list. Star Wars The Force Awakens goes on that list. Um, you know, just loads of kind of superhero, sci-fi kind of nerdy films, or at least would be classified as a nerdy film. And this is in no way an, an attack. I'm a really big fan of the MCU, of DC. And DC, once again, that kind of nerd culture. Um, with the Batman films, the Tim Burton Batman films, uh, Joel Schumacher, that didn't really succeed, but they were still there. Um, of course, Christopher Nolan, one of my favourite directors, did the Dark Knight uh, trilogy, one of my favourite trilogies, uh, with my favourite film, The Dark Knight, in there. So, nerd culture's taken over, it's taken over me, it's taken over probably you. I mean, I'm wearing an Iron Man shirt, so, just for this podcast as well, I don't really go around in Iron Man shirts. Yeah, he's a cool character. I'm wearing an Iron Man shirt for this podcast, and that's how big they've gotten their own shirts, their own cups, socks, underwear posters, they're in the cinema. So, they're the biggest thing. Superheroes are the biggest thing. I don't know if I'm looking at the camera properly. That's what I have to learn for this podcast. Look at the fucking camera. Is it there? Yeah. Am I looking at the camera? Yes. So, that's the biggest thing. I'm probably looking down there, for fuck's sake. I've been looking like that, right? So, here. Um, nerd culture's gotten too big in some aspects, and it's taken over normal kind of cinema I'm not digging and taking a dig at it I guess I am in some ways but you wouldn't really get a film like Taxi Driver made today Joker's probably the closest thing we'll get to it and I, I love Joker the film but I don't think it's on the same level as Martin Scorsese's Taxi Driver but could Martin Scorsese come out and make Taxi Driver today if it wasn't under a veil of Joker you know, some type of nerd culture, maybe, maybe not. It wouldn't be so successful. He could certainly make it. He could certainly make it. But would it just be another film that's kind of lost in Warner Bros. back catalogue or whoever made the film? Yes. It wouldn't be a box office smash. Taxi Driver would not be a box office smash in this one. No. It'd probably be a cult classic, if anything. It wouldn't be such a s cinematic cornerstone, maybe for people that really care for cinema, but other than that, it's not gonna make it into those big leagues, which is a shame. And the only person that I can think of in my in my very kind of memory is Christopher Nolan, who's making kind of films. But they, Christopher Nolan's making he's not making Taxi Drivers. He's making more kind of sci-fi-ish films. Tenant, who's has it come out in the UK yet? I think so. Tenant. That's a more of a kind of sci-fi time. I, don't, I haven't seen it yet, but it looks like it's some time travel kind of back and forth thing. Inception, which I have seen, and which is a brilliant film, is kind of sci-fi-ish. If you watch any Christopher Nolan trailer for a film, it always says from the director that brought you the Dark Knight trilogy and maybe, let's say, Inception. And really, could Christopher Nolan make Inception if he didn't do the Dark Knight and Batman Begins before that? No. No, he couldn't.
wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. That film couldn't have been made without the success and the money that was made from The Dark Knight. And The Dark Knight, how old is it now? 12 years old? Still, still a big money commodity. Batman, still a big money commodity. Um, and obviously Robert Pattinson has taken on the role now. And um, that's also what we'll go into, that DC fandom event that was last week. And I know I'm behind, but it, it happened. Um, the trailer's there. The Snyder Cut, uh, Robert Pattinson as Batman. Wonder Woman 84, I believe, was shown off. Some games, the Gotham Knights game, the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League game. It's all there, and it's all nerd culture. And Batman has made gaming... Batman's modded gaming as well. Let me just close all my points there and go back a bit. Batman has molded gaming. Those Arkham games that I really loved, some of my favourite games, the Arkham games, they molded game gaming. You take, what, what should we say, Arkham Asylum? That changed a lot of things. A lot of games started using a, a, some commodity of detective mode and all games tried to kind of weave in that kind of smash them up, beat them up kind of button mashing gameplay. Some better than others and the Arkham games probably did it the best, especially with those later Arkham games with Arkham Knight and Arkham City and Arkham Origins. They really kind of honed in on those aspects of the beat em up kind of Arkham style. And it is Arkham style because that's kind of where it originated from. I'm sure there was some game in Japan that did the button mashing Arkham style and Rocksteady took it from there, but I can't be bothered to do research before podcasts. So they, for me, made it. Um, so uh, Batman's molded a lot of things. Batman molded a lot of cinema, especially superhero films. Tim Burton's Batman changed Batman. Obviously, uh, The Dark Knight Rises, not right, The Dark Knight Returns from, by Frank Miller. Um, the comic in 87 was big and it kind of was a bit of a prelude to what Burton would do. But while that is such a big comic now, and I wasn't around in 87, and once again, I'm not going to do research for it, I don't know how popular it would have been back in the day. So, jeez, I'm running out of breath and talking so fast. So we got that, and uh, Tim Burton's Batman would have moulded the way f- for superhero films. Were Tim Burton's Batmans the best Batmans? Mm, as your perspective, I think I still said the word wrong. I can't speak and talk too. Fucking hell. I've spoken so fast I can't speak. There we go. Um, so the Burton films really moulded it for Schumacher in a way. <laughs> if you want to count them as Batman films, I think they're just little pieces of rubbish. Um, no offence to Joel Schumacher passed away obviously this year, but still. Um, but they moulded the way for Christopher Nolan Batman films, they moulded the way for Zack Snyder's Batman v Superman and the kind of DCEU Batman in general. And that was also Frank Miller, a lot of Frank Miller. But on the big screen, Tim Burton started it all really for superhero culture. Superman, the Superman films, can't forget them, they came before. Batman films, and obviously they were much uh, a more lighter tone, but they still were such big films and still classics in many people's minds, especially the first two. I mean, three and four, a bit lopsided on that, but those first two, Superman 1 and 2, um, were so big and 
started DC's kind of big reign of a box office when it came to their superheroes and outdid Marvel for so many years and Marvel only really got a foothold in with when it came to comic heroes, the X-Men, even though the X-Men were owned by Fox and then the Spider-Man films also came out and they were even bigger in my opinion than the X-Men films but they were owned by Sony and obviously Iron Man, who I'm sure, I'm sure Iron Man will be the thumbnail to this podcast video, you know, Spotify listeners and wherever you listen to this podcast, because I know it's everywhere, you get what you get. But for YouTube, it's going to be the thumbnail. It has to be Iron Man. He's the biggest, one of the biggest superheroes now. I'd have to say, I think, if you're talking top five, we've got probably Batman number one, for me at least. Superman would probably go in number one as well. Batman, Superman, uh, Spider-Man, Iron Man, and then if you want to fill Captain America probably would be number five. So, big heroes, MCU, big commodity, big commodity, um, but it was all molded away by something else and Lord of the Rings then came by with more nerd culture and Star Trek, let's not forget Star Trek, that was big nerd culture but it never really reached the levels of Star Wars and I'm sure there's a lot of Trek fans or whatever you call themselves um, that out there saying, well you're wrong actually, uh, Many of the Trek films were bigger in some aspects. I mean, if you take in good cinema, uh, they were bigger. I think Star Wars is a bit better. Sorry. I'm sure there's going to be many dislikes. Um, but it's all there. It's all one big thing. Star Trek, Star Wars, it's sci-fi. Alien, sci-fi. Alien wasn't really nerdy. Star Trek and Star Wars were nerdy. But it's nerd culture. Nerd culture has become so big that it's not called nerd culture anymore, it's just become the norm, it's just what we will go to the cinema to see. Spoiler alert for Endgame, but Iron Man is dead, but it doesn't mean you're not going to go and see the next Avengers film, whatever that may be, whenever it comes out. You're going to go in there, will it be as big as Endgame? Maybe not. Will it be probably the second biggest film? Probably. Probably. I'm not going to bet my house on it, but the Marvel films are still alive and well. And um, obviously DC are alive and well with Batman coming out with Robert Pattinson, which looks really good, even though Robert Pattinson looks a bit sick. And I don't mean sick as cool, I mean sick he looks ill. But I think that's just what the character looks like. And apparently Robert Pattinson doesn't want to work out for some reason. Um, over lockdown or over whatever the coronavirus, he doesn't want to look doesn't want to work out, that's too much of a uh, problem. Now I'm going to take a sip of a drink for a second. Lovely. Um, but nerd culture is very alive and well. Marvel is bigger than ever. And people are saying, well, I saw, what was it, a couple of days ago on Twitter? And I'm sure if you watched this in 2025, this hashtag was very wrong. But the hashtag Marvel is over party. Now I actually tweeted about this and I, I, I'm not much of a Twitter guru, I don't go on and tweet every 12 minutes, I think that's mental and I think Twitter is a bit of a stumbling ground for people that just want to hate on each other and some agree and, but most of it's just, you're wrong, you're wrong, I don't like your opinion, you're wrong. And we've talked about this in the opinion pros and cons um, episode of the podcast. You know what I think of people going, you're wrong, I don't like that, 
That upsets me. I am the only one that could be right. Shut the fuck up. Um, but Marvel is over-trended. Well, Marvel is over-party is trended. And, no, it's not. I think DC have a lot to get back after the stumbling of Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad, Justice League. Snyder Cut's coming out. Will it be good? I don't know. We haven't seen enough. People are so excited for that Snyder Cut. I don't know. I liked the Batman. I like Batman v Superman. The extended edition, at least, I like it. Um, but was it the best film in the world? No. And will this Snyder Cut be the best thing ever? Will it change the film? It will just be... It'll be Batman v Superman, which not many people liked. I think that's what the Snyder Cut will be. I didn't like the Justice League. I'm going to take another sip of my drink. I didn't like the Justice League film that uh, came out, and that was the production. Obviously, it was uh, shrouded in kind of controversy with uh, Zack Snyder's daughter, I believe, passing away, and that's terrible. And obviously, you had to leave the project, and that's completely fine. Um... But seemingly there was trouble in paradise even before he left the project. Project, project. Um, I don't know what with. I heard that there was some problems back then, but seemingly they're all sorted out because he's going to make HBO a little thing on HBO Max. I'll just illegally watch it. Arrest me. Um, but it's still. Uh, will it be any different to what the Justice League film we got? Yes, but will it be Batman v Superman? Also, probably yes. Um, we mentioned the Suicide Squad there for just a second. Uh, and James Gunn, who's back after getting a bit fucked off a couple of years ago for a couple of tweets he made, which, while weird and weren't very good jokes, they were meant to be jokes that he made those tweets, is still in the past. It's even further in the past now that we're talking about in 2020. Um, but there we go. James Gunn is back. He's doing Suicide Squad and he's going to go on to do Guardians of the Galaxy 3, but Suicide Squad needs to be done. And this Suicide Squad looks mental. I believe it's a 70s kind of film. Or set in the 70s, like, war. John Cena's in it. Um, Margot Robbie returns as Harley Quinn. Who else? Who else is returning? I don't know. I just saw kind of snippets and bits and bobs of the film. But it looks good. It looks good. It looks different. It looks very different. And... That's DC. Are they back? Back? No. But are they changing up their style over these last couple of films since the failure of Justice League? Yeah. Aquaman? I wasn't a big fan of it, but I thought it was alright. That was different. A bit lighter. A lot of lighter tones. But then Joker, which is in the DCU, but that went really dark um, last year, obviously. What was 2018? 2018 was Aquaman, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Shazam, that was really good. I enjoyed Shazam. I thought it was simple, but I enjoyed it. Um, so a good streak, but not a Marvel streak. And I'm not. I like DC a bit more than Marvel, to be honest. And I even put it out on Twitter that Marvel, while Marvel is over, party may be trending, and I'm more excited for what DC has to offer in the future. I don't think the film, the studio that made the biggest film of all time, or whatever it is, um, is over. By long shot, they will have to have some really big bombs, uh, ten times in a row, to fuck it. You know what I mean? Um, but they're not over. DC's thriving. Nerd culture is alive. Star Wars 
came back from 2015 to 2020 is still going with Clone Wars and Disney Plus, The Mandalorian, so much stuff for Star Wars. Um, Star Trek did something, didn't they? They had the bang back Patrick Stewart for something. I don't know what character he plays. I'm going to get killed by Star Trek fans if any are watching this, if anyone is watching this at all. Um, but he played something in something. Uh, they bang him back, apparently it wasn't good. But Star Trek, I guess, is alive. Lord of the Rings is not dead because they're making a Gollum game. How many of you knew about that? They're making a Gollum game. So that's kind of that. At least that product is still alive. I mean, we haven't got a, any type of Lord of the Rings film in. When was the last one? 2014 with The Hobbit. But that, I don't think Lord of the Rings. It may be returned. Is it returned for a TV show? I'm going to say Lord of the Rings will never return to any type of screen. I bet there's like a HBO TV show out there somewhere. Um, but you get what I mean. It's not going to become. We're not going to get Hobbit 4. I'm not going to get Lord of the Rings 4. It's not going to happen. But it's still, it's still a big thing in pop culture. And as I said, it took over those kind of. 2002, 2003, 2001. Don't know why I went in that order, but there you go. X-Men, kind of dead. Well, it is dead. The, the current series of X-Men films is dead because Disney bought Fox. But, is it going to return? They're doing New Mutants. I don't know how many people are excited for that because it got cancelled so many times. But New Mutants. What else are they doing? Um... That's it. I think Silver Surfer was meant to be a film. I think they cancelled that. Fantastic Four seemingly has a lot of potential. Apparently there's some Easter eggs in Spider-Man Far From Home. So, nerd culture, very much alive. Um, besides all the Marvel is over parties that are going on that I haven't been invited to. Or, I guess, does DC is over party going to happen next year? Probably. Uh, when Marvel released the trailer for... Avengers 5. Oh, no, DC is over party. It's probably going to happen. But nerd culture is very much alive. And that is the podcast. I will see you next week for a topic that I don't know what I'm going to talk about. But hopefully you enjoyed this episode of the Talking Shit podcast. Um, I, thumbnail is going to be Iron Man. Keep me to that. Uh, and I'll see you next week for a lovely little episode of Talking Shit Thank you very much for listening.